Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I'm Nicole, an equine assisted empowerment coach for creatives. Along with my horses, I am here to guide you to a more empowered and authentic creative life. Each week, I will dive into industry and inner work topics and offer tools and resources, including some horse wisdom and or share an interview with a fellow creative about their personal journey. If you are ready to begin living your creative purpose and a life of more joy and meaning, then this is the show for you. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks so much for being here and coming back this week. I am really happy you're here. I had a kind of a crazy couple of weeks. Felt like everything was going wrong and had all this stuff to figure out and I had to really take a step back and get grounded and uh, come back to center. And uh, if you heard my podcast last week, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, when we're in the middle of all this craziness, it's hard to, uh, you know, let our intuition guide and to get quiet and um, be in the present. And uh, so I had some challenges. But uh, in that, I had some really great reflection and conversations come up that had me thinking, um, you know, thinking more on my purpose, thinking more on my, um, why I'm doing what I'm doing and, um, uh, kind of like what I'm putting out in the universe right now. And I'm a big believer in signs. Um, you know, whether you believe in God or if you have a spiritual, uh, belief system, whatever it is, I, I believe that all I think, believe that we all, just uh, as humans, receive signs uh, through nature um, in many ways. But I really am always drawn to signs in nature the most. Um, and I had a sign of a mockingbird who uh, was circling my head, circled me three times. Um, <laughs> not right around my head, but above me. Um, and so, I, you know, I looked it up and realized it was all about, um, you know, your sacred song and like your purpose and what you're putting out there. And ironically, I had written some notes on a podcast already called What Song Are You Singing? Uh, hence the name of this podcast. And I thought that that was a pretty big sign that um, it's time to revisit this and to also share it with you guys. Um, and to give you uh, a little bit of guidance in figuring out what song you're putting out to the universe. So um, a lot of people don't know this. You guys actually might know more because I talked about this a little bit in another podcast. But I love to sing. I don't know. Maybe one day, one day you guys will hear me. Maybe I'll get that brave at one point <laughs> to put that out there. Um but uh, when I was younger, I was in, you know, I was in all the, I was in like all county chorus and um, I was in uh, choir at church and all this, like uh, everywhere I could sing, church camp. <laughs> and you'll hear me refer to that a lot. I was raised very um, religiously and strict. Um, so a lot of my experiences did happen around uh, church events. Uh, but I would uh, always be singing. And from an early age, I had choir directors or whoever telling me that I was a soprano. And I don't know why, 
I don't know why they just decided that because I was a girl or like I really didn't know. It was very rare that I ever met a girl alto at that time, which is crazy because um, I have a lower range. Um, but I didn't know that as a kid. I was, they told me to be a soprano, so I tried to be a soprano. And so when I would be singing, I'd have like these moments of, oh, wow, um, you know, like when I really nailed a note or something. And then also these moments of, oh, yeah, no, that's not your note. <laughs> um, and I couldn't figure out why, like, why could I not figure out what, like, why could I be so good one minute and so terrible the next? And I had, I didn't know until I was, I think, 18 or something, and I was singing with a friend. And she told me, you have a really great alto voice. And I paused for a minute. And I was like, wow, that answers so many questions for me right now. Because <laughs> I had never even crossed my mind that I was an alto. And once I figured that out, <laughs> my singing uh, opportunities totally shifted. Uh, and I got a lot better braver when I was singing around people because I knew my range and I knew where my voice fit and I started practicing these new um rather than singing soprano parts I sang alto parts and it just felt so much better and I just couldn't believe it it was just a mind-blowing moment that I had never even thought about that and now looking back on it it's like when I compare it to life <laughs> as we do in hindsight like I had spent all this time trying to to be something sing something in a way that was not my own it was not my the way that I really could shine you know and I had been trying to uh, force this these notes uh, that were not in my range. And as much as I loved, uh, I love singing, I love hearing soprano voices, and it's just, it's not uh, where I shine. So my alto range, though, uh, allowed me to like really not only sound better, uh, but feel better when I was doing it. And, you know, when we try and force something, so when I'm singing and I try and force a note that I really can't hit, it not only does it sound really bad to both myself and someone else, but it can also hurt. So depending on how often I do it or how hard I'm pushing it, it can cause pain, you know, it can cause stress on my vocal cords. Um, and when we're trying to continuously fit or force ourselves into something that is not necessarily uh, where we're most, where we feel the best. Uh, when we're trying to force something that we're not, basically, you know, it can cause more damage, um, and it makes us miserable, and it makes us around us miserable and frustrated, and you know, it just affects everything that we do. And don't get me wrong here; I'm not saying that we shouldn't push ourselves and that we shouldn't try to be, um, that there's not challenges when we're seeking something more and that there's not, uh, learning opportunities and chance to grow and things. But I think that there's times 
that we think we're supposed to be doing something because we're told we're supposed to be doing something. And we get in this place where we're trying to force it because why should we not be able to do it? Like, if someone says we should be doing this, I should be able to succeed at it. And that's also the recovering perfectionist in me. <laughs> but Like, I should be able to do it and excel and be able to really um, meet all those challenges. But if it's not where we're meant to be, if it's not the note we're meant to be singing then it's always going to feel like we're forcing. It's always going to feel like we're, you know, pushing up against the wall. And I think it's that, you know, I needed that moment of reflection with my friend um, to take a step back and be like, oh, wow. I actually would be, would sound and feel better if I was singing in this range. So I hope that makes some sense. Um, But also, when we're forcing those notes, and when we're trying to fit into this box, we also attract what we put out. So if we're putting out this note or vibration that's completely misaligned uh, with who we are and what we want, then we're going to continue to receive that which feels misaligned and that which feels off to us it's always going to feel uh like something's not right so you know those moments like when um you know you're you're thinking why do I keep attracting these toxic people into my life and why do I keep having these awkward moments why do I keep getting job offers from places I don't really want to work um those are your signs of being misaligned. And it's kind of an incongruency within us because even though we don't recognize it, we don't recognize we're trying to force this. It, it, our actions are not making sense with what our inner desires and feelings are. And this is the incongruency that we have to try to start recognizing uh, because without being able to catch that, we're going to continue and move more and more in that misaligned way. And this is, um, this is something that's really great with the horses because this is exactly what they do. They, they, this is why I work with them. Uh, one of the reasons is because they know when our insides don't match our outsides. And I'm going to share, um, a little bit of a story from my mentor, Hillary, um, because I just think it's so powerful, uh, where she was talking about somebody that had been out with her horses that really wanted to connect with them and they wouldn't come over to her. And in the impatience of that moment or that strong desire to have that connection, the person had, had tried to get some grass, uh, to kind of bribe the horses to come over. So, you know, on the outside, you might think that, oh, that makes sense because then they'll come over. But if you're bribing them to come over, then it's not really authentic, right? It's not really a connection. It's forced. And in that moment, you know, they still didn't come over because her actions were incongruent with her inner desire to connect. 
So her, <laughs> even though she was trying desperately, like uh, on the inside, wanting that, she kind of jumped the gun. Uh, I say she, it could have been he. Um, jumped the gun and grabbed the grass to hurry it up, right? Because then we get impatient. We think things aren't happening uh, in the time that we want them to happen. Um, we're not paying attention to all the other details that are going on. We just want to make that one thing happen in that moment. And so we force. And um, so what she was putting out was a misaligned energy. It was totally off from what she actually wanted. And therefore, what she was getting back was not what she wanted. Is that making sense? So we can't really find these answers. You know, we can't really recognize this incongruency until we start really doing some self-reflection. So some things that I would want you to think about, and I'll recap this at the end too. What is the song that you're singing to the universe? And then what is the song that you want to hear? So what are you putting out and what do you actually want to get back? And how is what you're putting out there aligning to what you want? Um, you know, when I was working at Universal, I could not figure out why I could not seem to get anything working in my favor. Um, you know, I was on a project that so many people wanted to be on. I, uh, which I'm fortunate now I can talk about, you know, I was working on Mario Kart. I now have almost an entire queue space that was, that I was able to design and now that I can see created and we all, our whole team worked on all of it. Like we all had our hands in a little bit of everything. Um, but I, I was given this beautiful opportunity, uh, even though I couldn't see it at the time to really go through the entire creative process. Um, because, um, let's just say that just the way the project ran, I was enabled to do some things that normally I probably would not have been had the opportunity to do creatively. And, uh, and now I can literally see my stuff built and in a space. And it's so incredible now, like to have that. But I also, I, I didn't enjoy it. Like I didn't even really get to enjoy the journey of that or the process of that, even in the moments where I was getting to do some incredible things, uh, because of the external circumstances. Um, and so my insides were always fighting with my outsides. Like I was doing my job, um, and I was putting that out there, but my insides weren't really present to that. Like I wasn't, I was craving something different and I just didn't know what it was. Cause I had never taken the time to really look at myself or do any self-development. Um, and it wasn't until I started doing that reflection that things started to make a lot more sense. And I was able to start shifting my mindset to being grateful for what I had in that moment to experiencing joy the moments that we had them. Um, and it was a very gradual thing. Like when I had my daughter Piper, 
I think I was about a year and a half, maybe a little less in. And when I heard her laugh for the first time and I realized I had lost all my joy and I started down the rabbit hole of research and self-development, it just, it was a very, well, it was a gradual shift, but it was also kind of a quantum shift because so many things were popping up for me when I started uh, changing that. And when you do that, when you jump down that rabbit hole and you start discovering stuff about yourself, you're going to have a whole other world open up. Uh, You're going to have so many doors open up, but you're going to have a whole other world. Like your mind is going to be blown if you've never done any of that kind of work before. And it's like how, (laughs) I hate to use this, but it really is like you've been living in the matrix. It's like there's this whole other universe and it's like, oh my gosh, Like, you know, things can work for me. They don't have to work against me. I don't always have to be hitting my head against the wall. And when I started doing that, like, it wasn't too long before I knew I had to make some drastic changes. And it's one of those things, once you know, you can't unknow it. And once you start getting more aligned, you want, you kind of start craving uh, you crave this aligned energy more and more because you feel better. You feel better. You start seeing all the good that's coming back. And eventually, by the way, at Universal, you know, I, I tried some different, I did move around within the company because I didn't want to just jump ship because I didn't even know what I wanted to do at that time. And by the end, I was on a team that I loved. I was on a dream project that I can't talk about. Sorry. (laughs) Um, and it was just it, but by that point I knew so much about myself. I knew so much about what felt right, what felt off that I knew it was time to go. And I knew it was time. I had completed my time with universal. I had completed my time in that industry. And this is not, mean I am cutting off my creativity is not mean I'm cutting off my uh, experience design because that's exactly what I'm going to be doing with my retreats is it's going to be an experience and we're going to be doing some creative things in it but you know things looked different and I could see then at that time what that what I wanted it to look like you know I had spent time meditating I'd spent time developing uh, and diving into what that vision was for me because it was used to be a lot muddier I didn't really know like I had to actually do the work to figure out what that vision was for me and then I could start getting more detailed about it and I could start looking at what those uh, next steps looked like for me and so when I was sitting there thinking I should be super happy in this moment I've called in I've put out this new energy this new vibration this new note and I have called back this more um, and actually more aligned, even though I was still within an industry that that I knew I was going to have to leave, I was still able to enjoy that and go out on this good note and, um, uh, you know, leave from a place of joy and um, knowing that I was going to discover more and and do more and that my next adventure was just waiting. And, um, you know, so that is... Once I was able to have this vision, I was able to direct everything out 
out at that and I was able to sing in this frequency on these notes that aligned to that new path. And when I did that, the connection started coming, the doors started opening, the new, all of the new, the new song. There was a new song that I was listening to, right? The song I wanted to hear. Um, every time I tuned in, that's what I could hear instead of, you know, something that hurt my ears. <laughs> um, so to kind of come back around, if you're feeling frustrated with where you're at, if you're feeling like you're doing the things you're supposed to be doing and it's still not working, if you're creating and you're still not satisfied and you're still, you know, not enjoying the clients that you're getting, if you're the things that you're creating aren't calling to you, if they're not bringing you joy, then I'd say it's time to start doing some reflection and start, you know, start somewhere. Start with a personality test. Uh, I really like 16 personalities, um, 16personalities.com. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. Um, is a great start, like uh, finding out your human design. 16 personalities is a Myers-Briggs. Uh, your human design, your, um, oh shoot, what's the other one? Uh, Enneagram. Uh, there's all kinds of things you can take, but it just start, start with something fun. You know, you don't have to just do the immediate deep dive, um, you know, and read all of Brene Brown's book or Gabby Bernstein. Um, you don't have to immediately jump full force. Just start with something simple because once you start opening up, like, there's going to be a whole snowball effect and stuff's going to just keep coming and it's going to feel heavy at times. You're going to have to do a lot of unpacking. You know, you're going to have to do a lot of unpacking um, to really get down to your core. And if you can just start somewhere, then finding this song and these notes that you want to put out are going to be a whole lot easier. Uh, they're going to be, you're going to recognize them easier. Um, and then the universe in return will send the song you want to hear back to you. And you might only get it in little pieces. You might only hear the little snippet like on the radio ad. <laughs> but eventually you're going to hear more and more of it. And you're going to recognize it more often. And you're going to start to feel a lot more in sync and aligned. So again, what is the song you're singing to the universe and what is the song you want to hear let me know if this resonates for you let me know what comes up for you um, if you start down this journey if you start changing your notes and changing uh, the range that you're working within um, you know really enjoy it enjoy this process of self-discovery I love self-discovery and it can be heavy and it can be hard and there's going to be tears and there's going to be laughter, but it's so worth it because if you don't know yourself, I mean, what, what is there to know? There's no way to align to anything if you don't know yourself. So, uh, you know, take whatever lands for you and keep moving forward, keep learning more, keep discovering and 
keep creating your song. And I'll see you back here next week. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining me on the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I hope you found this inspiring and motivating. And if so, please share with your friends or anyone that you think would enjoy this content. If you'd like to get to know me more, you can visit NicoleRomeroCreative.com. Find me on Instagram at Nicole Romero Creative, or you can join me and your creative peers over in the Creative Catalyst community on Facebook. That is a very engaged group, and we would love to have you, and you can share your ideas, join in on inspiration and topics, and let me know anything that you want to hear in this podcast or ask any questions that this content may have brought up for you. So until next time, thank you so much for joining us. And remember, creativity matters and your particular brand of creativity matters. So keep lighting up the world with what makes you you. 